Welcome to Peak Mind. I'm your host, Michael Trainer, and I'm coming to you live from Tulum, Mexico. And I wanted to talk to you guys just a bit about the topic of spiritual bypassing. And spiritual bypassing to me is, well, <laughs> it's, all around, it's all around me down here, I'll tell you that much. Um, it's, to me, not coming from a place of integrity and authenticity, but utilizing spirituality as a mask, as, as, as clothing, if you will. I often feel down here like I'm in club spirituality. And in just instead of Rolex watches and bottles of Dom, Perignon, you have uh, feather, 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 dangling feathers and Palo Santo and flowing robes. And that doesn't mean, by the way, that some of the folks who are authentically working with these tools or, or dress in that way are uh, necessarily spiritual bypassers. I think there are people who are doing deep work and, and committed to the work uh, of an authentic spirituality. And, you know, just like any of us, you know, we're all we're all figuring it out, so to speak. But I do think there are a lot of people who... Um, pursue spiritual practices, but oftentimes bypass over the true work of what that means in day-to-day life and living. A lot of people, for example, who will chase this next ceremony or the next ecstatic experience without applying what they've learned in the last experience, without being a stand for the grace, the grit, the gratitude that perhaps came to them in messages through their last experience. And I see a lot of people, one of my great, my, one of my personal great, greatest pet peeves is, you know, um, people lack, frankly, lacking integrity in, in a variety of different forms. But, you know, saying, hey, let's do this, this and this, uh, or I am this, that and this, and then showing through their actions the exact opposite of what they're purporting to be. And I think that's, that's one of the things I, I feel like I just want to share with everyone be careful of the wolves in sheep's clothing. Or in other words, be careful of those who wear the clothes or the titles, you know, the, the pseudo-shamans, if you will, uh, the, the, the quote-unquote healers that, that are more about the commerce or what it brings to them, if you will, the people who are the the equivalent of the promoter in the club, uh, the people that, that utilize the clothes to get, you know, the, the beautiful uh, spiritual girls or the, you know, the, the, the clout of, uh, you know, a certain, a certain seeker, you know, um, the guru complex, if you will. Be, be very, very careful uh, when abdicating your power and, and aligning with various people or forces to ensure that they're coming from a place of aligned intention and integrity. And in my experience, there's no clearer way to ascertain that than in someone's actions and how they show up. And oftentimes, if you have yet, yet to experience that directly, you can experience it through people you know and trust who may have already had that direct experience. But in the instances in which you may not already have had that direct experience, listen to what your gut tells you. Listen to what your heart tells you. Listen to the ways in which 
you are shown how they show up rather than how they purport to show up. Uh, I think there's a, an old adage I like, which is we're, far, we're all far more transparent than we like to think we are. And what that means is if you actually follow the way that someone acts, you can be illuminated into their character. And one of my favorite statements is actually when someone asks, what do you do? I once heard someone say, watch me. And to me, that's the strongest testament in a way, because they're not utilizing the title to claim an identity. They're asking you to see how they show up and let that guide the way. And so in the context of spiritual bypassing, to me, there's so many different nuances as it relates to spiritual bypassing. But in essence, it's using spirituality in a way as clothes, as a mask, and not necessarily exemplifying the virtues and values or doing the deep work that is the spiritual path. Does that mean that spirit, the spiritual path has to be hard at every instance? No, not necessarily. But does it mean that you're committed to, to the work of aligning who you are with that which you purport to believe or that's which, that which you are seeking to be aligned with as it relates to the greater virtues of your path, I think to me that is the work. Uh, am I the perfect exemplification of my values? Absolutely not. Am I seeking to release those things that do not serve me and do the hard yards through various tools and techniques to be a better version of myself? Absolutely. Uh, what does that look like? It's looked like so many different things over the course of the years. And, 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 and none of these things, by the way, are the thing right? Like any of them could, could be net positive or net negative. But, you know, for me, it's looked like everything from, you know, you know, Tony Robbins and Landmark Forum to deep, deep men's work and integration work over four years to what I resonate with more now, which is deep meditation practice and um, work with the indigenous and sacred plant medicines. But none of those things in and of themselves mean that I'm not spiritually bypassing or mean that someone who's engaged in that work doesn't isn't necessarily spiritual bypassing. To me, the, the real question is how does someone show up and are they committed to, to showing up with authenticity and with humility and to um, call themselves or be called out, if you will, on their own bullshit. And if they're not, then to me, they're more wearing the clothes without walking the walk. And I think that shows up in a variety of different forms. But in essence, I think anyone who's committed to a path of personal development, who's committed to doing deep work, it's never... Uh, a destination, right? It's all—it's always a journey. I don't know that there's any there to get to, but I do think that um, the greatest insight into where you are is how you show up, and oftentimes being a demand for feedback, right? Like many of uh, all of us kind of can resist periods of feedback and you want to be careful who you take your feedback from because some people give feedback more about them than about you but but being a demand for feedback is one of the most beautiful ways to see if you are how you're showing up 
and if you're living in your blind spot or not living in your blind spot. And in being a demand for feedback, we start to, um, if feedback comes from four or five people we know, love, and trust, and it's the same feedback, there's probably a kernel of truth in it. And in that context of receiving that kernel of truth, then comes the work to, is that an aspect of, our, of ourselves, of our life that we want to transform or transmute into something that is more an exemplification of our aligned vision and values? Then if so, how do we surround ourselves with the practices, the people, the set and setting such that we can move into a place of building the muscle of having that new aspect of being embodied have it become a part of who we are, not what we talk about. And so anytime I find someone I think that's extraordinarily preachy or showy or, you know, goes by a particular, uh, you know, title, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I personally, that doesn't mean that there aren't uh, people that call themselves shamans that are true shamans, but in my experience, you know, if you do the work, you don't need to wear the clothes, and it's not an exotic title. Uh, I've talked about this in other episodes, but to me, it's it's a truly a mark of someone who's who's sacrificed their life to live in service between this world and the next to foster the healing uh, and building and maintenance of community. Um, you know, I think anytime someone calls himself a healer, um, that doesn't mean that they aren't a healer. There there are many beautiful healers who call themselves healers, but. Really, I feel like you can tell the integrity of and the efficacy of someone's healing based on who they are, how they show up, and frankly, the trail that they've left in the form of other people they've worked with. And so in your path, I just want to, you know, leave this as a, as a little reminder that, you know, there are many people on, on the, in this life and on this path that are without question spiritually bypassing. Uh, I've done it myself. I'm sure many who have listening have, uh, listening who have done it themselves. This is not some higher than thou uh, sort of share, but but I am deeply committed to being an authentic, embodied ass version of myself, and to to humbly learning and being a demand for feedback, and and being committed to work on the areas of myself that con- that continue to need to be worked on, and. My vision for the show, in part, is this is one of the tools I utilize for that, to be in, list, in the listening and in conversation with people I respect deeply for an aspect of how they live their lives, and to do so from a place of service and offering such that I can share it with you to hopefully have you inspired if you're living in those same questions. And so, you know, my vision is to, to uncover my blind spots um, if, if you feel like you have blind spots that you've uncovered for all of us to work on those blind spots together. And frankly, also to share where we can hopefully save someone a misstep, if you will. I don't know if there is anything that is truly a misstep, but save someone perhaps some exerted effort that, 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 that can be shared when, you, when one is working with a guide. As, for example, like a Yoda was to Luke Skywalker. Uh, not that I'm by any ways uh, relating myself to either Yoda or Luke Skywalker. But it, which is to say that I think we get to be careful in who we choose to receive our feedback from. Who we choose to emulate and model. And to ensure that in the areas in which we are modeling them that they are embodied and that they are not spiritually bypassing. Um, and 
and even people, by the way, who are super embodied in some areas of their life are not necessarily embodied in every aspect of their life. And so I think that's also a beautiful reminder to say, you know, you can focus and have a diverse community and choose the people you live and learn from commensurate with the areas in which you profoundly respect the ways in which they show up and how they show up. And so just as, just a little bit of a share, because I've seen a fair amount of people who are kind of uh, in the dark, if you will, and looking for teachers and healers. And I've been asked about this and it's beautiful to be, and I have in many points in my life sought out mentors, if you will. And I think they're all around us. But make sure both in your own process and in the people you choose to work with or learn from that they are an embodied aspect in the teachings you are seeking to teach yourself. Because that's ultimately what it comes down to, right? The work is, is, is here. The work is at home. And so we get to do the work ourselves. Others can help illuminate the path, but we get to walk it. And so make sure as you walk your path that you are, that you're taking on the obstacles, that you're following the descendants and the transcendence and, and, and savoring and relishing in the journey and the people you get to do that journey with and choose wisely because our community is our great wealth and our time, our, our greatest finite resource. And so to your beautiful journey, may it be surrounded by incredible people that help illuminate your blind spots, help show you the way, choose carefully and constantly be in question, you know, as the Buddha taught with koans, you know, question me, um, always be in question and living in the question of yourself and others. And I think seek to be at least in my view, the virtues and values that I prize is, you know, humble curiosity, integrity, character. How does someone show up? Not necessarily how do they lead with their, their, you know, their purported views, but how do they show up in the world? And what's the trail that they're leaving? And so I encourage you guys to forge forward, to form new trails, to be a beautiful stand for your vision and your values. And to not bypass, to go through and do the hard work. And um, I'm doing that work myself, perfectly imperfect, and sending you guys lots of love to our collective journeys.